welcome to the Secrets of Earning Money show, where we focus on business, money, and mindset so you can take control of your personal financial economy in life. And I'm your host, Tasha Singleton. Well, today we are joined by a special guest in honor of Life Insurance Awareness Month. And we are going to be celebrating life in life insurance all month long. So our special guest is Ray Perry Jr. And he has been helping families move towards financial confidence since 2016. Ray is passionate about empowering people to become their best through the five F's, faith, family, fitness, finance, and friendship. He is all about helping you take control of your money and making sure that your family is protected and provided for in case you're no longer here to do it. So welcome Ray Perry Jr. Welcome Ray. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yes, and we are glad to have you. Well, this is Life Insurance Awareness Month, and we are so glad that you could join us. So, Ray, tell us a little bit more about yourself and why you're so passionate about what you do. Well, my first of all, as you said, my name is uh, Ray Perry. Uh, sometimes I go by Ray Perry Jr. because I, I, I like to keep that separation between me and my father, you know. <laughs> uh, well, listen, uh, you know, I'm, I come from a military background. Um, actually, I've been in uniform for most of my life, um, from uh, from military to postal service, uh, law enforcement, uh, uh, you you name it. If it had a uniform attached to it, uh, I, I had it on, right? <laughs> Except for the orange one. I never had the orange suit on. <laughs> okay. And, um, you know, so the reason I got into those type of jobs because uh, I was always told that, you know, you need a job with some good benefits uh, to, to pay, especially when uh, you start in a family. And, and what I've, what I noticed is that there were others just like me trying to find those good jobs so they can also take care of the family. And what I found out was that most of us didn't have a financial education. We had the good jobs. We had we had the formal education, but we never had a personal finance education. And I found myself going through things uh, that I had no idea. And then uh, I became passionate in the financial industry because I saw how it changes folks. Now, as far as being passionate about life insurance, well, let me put this on the record. I am not passionate about life insurance. However, I am passionate about how it helps families, how it protects them, uh, because life insurance itself can help a, help a family replace their income, uh, can send a send the kids to college, can help a family maintain their homes, uh, also make sure they can make, maintain a stable lifestyle. Um, because I don't know uh, from a 
from my point of view, I don't know anybody that wants their family lifestyle to go down. I think they at least want it to go up or at least maintain the same, you know, so back to you on that. All right. Well, that's understandable. You are passionate about what life insurance can do for families. Yes. 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 And so I think many of us um, forget, don't think about what it can do for us. We look at the expense, but we don't look at the benefit. And that's something that we need to spend more time thinking about. Hey, I family and I, my family is dependent upon my income. If I'm no longer here, how does my family get the money to replace my income? So that the lights on, they can stay in the house that we lived in. They can keep the cars, keep food on the table, right? Yes. So yes. that's what life insurance can do. You uh, know? Yes, a lot of times I, I get, uh, especially when I sit down with uh, men, um, they would say, well, I got the insurance that would pay off the house. At least my uh, wife don't have to worry about that bill. Uh, okay, the house is paid off. However, you know, there's still taxes due and there's still other things that it do to keep that house going. So they're going to still need money uh, when, when you're gone, you know, so. Yeah, you're right. So if you only get enough insurance to pay off your mortgage, that's good. They have a place to live, but they still got to remember it's not going to pay completely off your mortgage because some of that money is going to have to go to what? Your funeral expenses, right? Uh, absolutely. So it's not enough just to get enough insurance to pay the mortgage. You got to also get enough insurance to cover the funeral expenses. And then after that, if that's all you have is funeral expense <laughs> and mortgage, well, you forgot, guess what? What happened to the credit cards, the car note, <laughs> the food, the clothes, maybe if you have your kids in uh, private school or college tuition? Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. All that stuff's going to still be there, okay? And, and, and most, most people don't realize, well, most, I won't say all people, but most don't realize that those expenses, especially in the times that we are in right now, where inflation is up. Um, so the cost is going to go up and it's going to come down. But how much is going to come down? We won't know how much it would come down because at one time bread was uh, 10 cents a loaf. <laughs> then it went to a dollar a loaf. Now it's about two dollars, you know. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, you, you mute it. You, you mute it. Gotcha. What, what your money is worth right now is not going to be what it's worth later on. So that we can look at inflation. It's real. It's not fake. It's not something that's made up or temporary, because if you think about it, back when Clinton was president, gas was what? A dollar a gallon. Now we're at three dollars and change a gallon, four dollars a gallon. Right. Depend on where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> Depending upon where you're at. But has a gallon gotten any bigger? I know, nope, nope, it has not. Uh, that 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 reminds me because uh, uh, when I started really driving in the uh, when I first got my first car, I was in California and there was a line for gas because gas was going from eighty five cents to to almost a dollar, right? So there was a line. Everybody was lined up trying to get all the gas they can get, and it was just eighty five cents a gallon. Now. If gas goes down to $3.17, you're going to see a line because it's less than $4.17. 
you know, and I, I just want to say this before we go any further. Thank, thank you again for having me on the Secrets of Earning Money show. Uh, you always come uh, correct. You always you always show me that you care about people and, and helping them uh, increase their lifestyle. So I, I just want to thank you there. Oh, well, thank you so much for saying those kind words, Ray. But yeah, I am passionate about helping people because our money is the, one of the biggest problems we ever have. Um, we all know that we need money, but it doesn't come with instructions. And the number one reason relationships, marriages break up is not actually infidelity. It is money. It's yes. the financial thing. So if we can get our money right, we can save our families. Okay. And we can get this world because a lot of the problems we have, if people have money and they're happy and they're doing what they need to do, they don't have to worry about their bills. A lot of the social issues will take care of themselves if you take Absolutely. care of the financial stuff. Absolutely. That's okay? because if I'm happy and I can pay my bills, I really don't care too much about a lot of the other things that are going on. They don't affect me as much. But when I'm already unhappy and I'm having difficulties financially, mm -hmm. then all those other things just compound and uh make me even more uglier and unhappier <laughs> so to speak <laughs> you're, you're, you're right um finance is uh one of the foundations you know um after uh faith um after you know taking care of your family uh finance and you gotta take care of your health too but finances is definitely in there because finance helps you take care of the faith part because now you can give more, uh, you can do more, you can help more people out, uh, you're taking care of your family. And the fact that this is life insurance awareness, um, you have to spend enough to get the most value out of your uh, policy, your insurance policies, because you want to, you don't want to be underinsured. You want to make sure you're adequately insured. And of course, uh, you know, the person you're sitting down with and so they the only one can determine, you know, if they're properly insured or not. Um, if you agree with that, if, if, you know, because I can't spend their money for them. Okay. But since we're on the secrets of earning money, I can show them how to earn more money, increase their, so they can afford to do more with it. And that's exactly right. And that's one of the reasons that I wrote the book was because I was helping clients keep their insurance in that in the last downturn. And that's where the whole idea came from. So show them how to earn money with what they already know so that they can not just keep the lights on, but they can keep that insurance policy in place. Because let's be real, if you have two, a two income household and one of those people lose their jobs, how do you continue to pay the bills? Okay, mm -hmm. or maybe what happens if both of you lose your job? One of the first things you let go is your life insurance policy because it's not mandated like auto insurance, right? Right, <laughs> so, right. So, but that's the time when you need to keep your life insurance policy. Why? Because if you're already having a hard time keeping a roof over your head and keeping the lights on and the food on, and your contribution is lower than what it was. When, if you got your life insurance before anything bad happened, your life insurance is pretty much going to be replacing your income from when you were employed, which means your family's quality of life will go back to what it was before the bad times came and your yeah, income was absolutely. negatively impacted. And so now 
you have made sure that your family can now have a better quality of life, which means you're restoring the level that they were at before the bad times came and before you um, passed away. So it is necessary to have life insurance so that during those bad times, the family can survive because if they can't survive, if they're having, you're having a hard time now and there's no life insurance, it's a good chance that yes, they may survive, but when I say survive, I mean, they're barely eating. They're going to be possibly on social services, you know, Absolutely. And, and a lot of people don't realize that when women, um, separate from their partner, whether they're cohabitating or they're married through divorce, they separate 75% of them have gone on the, um, have gone on to the, um, social services welfare for the first time. Absolutely. And I think it's important that both couples, both couples um, know what's going on with their finances. Because uh, like you said, when, when one goes, the other one, because one took care of all the bills, the other person don't know what goes on. Um, and which uh, also, I, I just add this in, uh, we have assets that we have to take care of. And the life insurance is one of your assets, um, but it's, it's a delayed asset. Uh, so the other assets you want to you wanna make sure you take care of your, is your digital assets, because we do a lot of stuff online these days. You know, so you, you want to protect that. You want to, both couples need to know, hey, what is the passwords? Uh, what is the account numbers uh, to these things? Um, and another thing, in addition to having an adequate life insurance policy, is also having a will and a, and a trust in place. Uh, um, I always mention that because uh, I, I just want to put this out that I'm not just an insurance guy. Okay? I, I deal with every aspect of a person's financial uh, um, area of their, of their life. You know, so that's why I can talk about um, having a will, having a trust, having adequate life insurance, and even investments, having the right type of investments uh, put in place also. So, you know, so I just want to put that out there. Well, that's fine. Well, you know, we can all talk about insurance, investments and all that. Um, but the difference is when you're counseling people on that, or you're giving them advice, you know, you need to make sure that you are licensed to do whatever advice you're giving them. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So I do understand that. And so since you're licensed, it's fine. I, I get that. Um, but people need to also take the time to learn on their own about financial literacy, because we can guide you any way we want, but ultimately the decision is yours. So you have to make the most informed decision that is also best for your family. And there's no way to do that if you don't do your own research. Absolutely. And so what I do, I take an educational approach and I give them all the information that they need so they can make that decision for themselves. And I'm fine with whatever decision it is that they made because uh, ultimately they have to make the decision, just like you said, but I need to make sure that they have all the information, not just some, um, uh, because in this industry, in the insurance industry, 
we have a lot of people who just really just want to sell, 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 sell. Um, and they don't really educate the client. And I'm not talking about the different types of policies out there or anything like that, because in this industry, we know we can go head to head with that all the way, right? Someone says, no, this is best for you. No, this is best for you. I remember being on Clubhouse one time uh, speaking, and we was talking about uh, the generational gap and using life insurance. Well, I kept mentioning three times, I mentioned, well, you need to understand what your contract says. Did you know I got no opposing uh, questions on that? No, no one said anything. They just skipped over it. They just started talking, uh, you know, you need this because it isn't, this is the type of investment inside of this. Uh, this is the tax advantage of this and that. And I said, okay, yeah, those, those may be good. Yeah, but do they know how it works? Do they know how the policy works? Have they read through that? And are you strong enough to, to sit in front of your client and go through that policy and say, hey, do you have any questions or do you have any understanding? And what I found out that um, unlike you and I, you know, we we know how policies work and 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 how it's going to affect the client. A lot of agents out there don't know how their own policies work. You know, because maybe they just got on or maybe they just wasn't trained or educated on it. They just was taught to go through this section of it and leave it like that. But I think nowadays we need to know because I cannot sleep at night knowing that I don't sold somebody a policy that I know is not going to perform the way they wanted to perform. Okay. Um, you know, so. You know that's 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 why I'm passionate about helping people and and educating them on on the things financially, so they can so they can have the information, so they can make the choice themselves. Right, and I understand what you're talking about. I won't say that it's more in our industry than any other industry, because no matter what industry you go in, that their sales are going to be made. Oh yes, people are yes. Going to sell, you know, on sell and focus on their product, but. One of the things that I will say this is this, because I've been in the industry a long time and I've done the training, um, trained the other agents. One of the things that I can tell you is that most people sell based on how they were trained. Yes. So if you don't get any training except for in the company in which you're in and you're not getting any outside education from people who um, would be considered you know, a disinterested third party, then yes, that could make a difference in how you present your products to your clients but education is important regardless of what product you're selling you can't stick with a flagship product because there's no one product that's right for everybody we are Absolutely. all unique and there are many different types of life insurance and there is not one policy that is better than the other the only policy that matters and the best insurance to have is the one that pays, when pays out right <laughs> okay <laughs> so i don't care what's out there does it meet your need is it going to pay when you die and when we're here as professionals we have to know our clients by law we're required to know our clients so we should be taking the time to have a conversation and know our clients and i'll agree with you that the client ultimate determines the amount of insurance they purchase, but they don't know what's right for them. And so after we find out all they have, 
because let's just say, okay, you have a house with um, a $300,000 mortgage left on it. You have a car, which, you know, has about $30,000 on it, but you only want $100,000 in life insurance. Right. There's a problem there. There, that's that is definitely okay. true. So we have to show them that a hundred thousand dollars is not enough. We have to explain to them, okay, hey, you owe this on the car, you owe this on the house, you bring this much money into the family, and without your income, how's the family going to pay this? So you need to know where they are financially, which means you have to take the time to talk to your clients. They have to be able to trust you so that you can do the best job possible. So mm -hmm. for some of y'all out there, we're not being nosy. We're making sure that we cover you when we ask you all of these all information. It is something we need to know. And if we don't get all of the information, we can't do a um, analysis of everything mm -hmm. you need because you're holding back, then we can recommend insurance coverage, but it may not be enough because we don't have the full picture. We need clients to be honest with us and we need to take the time to get to know them and then say, okay, you asked me for $100,000, but what you really need is $500,000. This gives your family 10 years of your income, pays off the house, pays off the car, pays off all the debt and allows your kids to have money to go to college, right? Absolutely. So once they know all of that, then they can make an informed decision. Now that Five hundred thousand may not be in their budget, so you may have to figure out a way to say, okay, maybe we can't do five hundred thousand, but maybe we can do seventy-five percent of that, or maybe we have to break it down to fifty percent of that because of your current income right now. But we're going to get you some insurance, and then we're going to work with you over time to get you built up to the five hundred thousand dollars that you need. Absolutely, and and. And the way we do that, just like you said, is, is taking a needs analysis and, and seeing where they're at, um, and where wherever they're at up here, we need to get them as close to that need as possible, um, and 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 try to keep it affordable. Yeah. Right. We want to make sure we get them covered first, and we need to make sure that they're that it's affordable and and here's the thing this is why you work with your client and why i'm so passionate about the secrets of earning money and you know it's based on my book it was inspired by my book the secrets of earning money without a job how you can get 300 to 1500 within 30 days okay the whole purpose is if you have a shortfall whether it's for insurance be able to pay your um, life insurance or whether it is just to pay your bills monthly or maybe it's to save for retirement. You gotta find a way to increase that income, okay? So this is where the secrets of earning money comes in at. This is where you become a freelancer or you become an independent contractor or you become a business owner. You do that side hustle, that part-time business, you know, or you get you a part-time job if you prefer a job, yeah. but you figure out a way to manage your money by reducing your expenses and increasing your income and putting your money in the right area so that you prepare for your future and your family's future because there's nothing more important what happens to you matters because guess what you we gotta we gotta in, in we have to ensure your income and we have to ensure your income for you too because if you get disabled because you get into a car accident who's going to take care of you 
Where is that money going to come from? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that's a uh, very, very true. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I also have clients invest, also have clients set up uh, emergency funds. Um, because although some insurance policy allows you to access money in there, uh, sometimes that might not be the best strategy to pull from, you know, so you might want to pull from other things first. Um, so that's why we, uh, you know, work with some, you know, do some investing also on the side. Well, yeah, investing is important because guess what? The insurance is there for what it's originally supposed to be there for. So you're going to have a policy to pay for your funeral expenses. You're going to have a policy possibly to, um, to build wealth if that's what you choose. And then you still need something that can be in the market that can be your hedge against inflation. <laughs> that's yeah. like we're dealing with now, you know, and something that can, you know, give you that extra increase that you're looking for. So it's not just enough to have one, but you have to do as many as possible that works for you. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Uh, this, this is great. I love the conversation. Always love the conversation with you. <laughs> I think we always have a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I, I, I love being on your podcast. Uh, well, right. I love having you. And, you know, I think that we should... Um, at, let the people know what your top tips, your top three tips are when it comes to purchasing insurance, your recommendations for that. Well, the, we, we, we mentioned the, the first one. Uh, um, first of all, you need to know, we had to have your needs. Uh, we need to know, what, and like you say, you have to be upfront because agents are just not there. We're, we're in the field where we have to ask those tough questions the questions that most people don't want to talk about. I know most people don't want to talk about their money. They don't want to talk about death. Um, you know, they don't want to talk about, you know, what the, what the future might be and might not be and how to continue that. Um, one of the, the first tip I have is most states you have that 10 day cooling off period uh, to examine the policy. Hey, look at the policy. Okay. I don't care who it comes from. Look at the policy because if I was to pass away or the other agent that um, sold you was to pass away, the only thing that's going to matter is what's, in that, what's on that paper when you call that 1-800 number. Okay, that's, that's the only thing that's going to matter. So definitely, my tip is definitely take the, uh, definitely take a, the time to look at it. Um, that, that way, it would definitely open your eyes a little bit more. And I, I know most of us don't do that. Um, so that would be one tip. Uh, the second tip I would say is keep in mind when you, you're buying life insurance, you're, you're covering things that could be detrimental to your financial health. And what I mean by that is that we purchase health insurance because we don't, we don't want our health to go down because, you know, we want to keep the health up so we can keep working. Um, you may even purchase disability insurance, like a short-term and long-term disability, uh, you might want to purchase that. So just in case you're off work to keep the income coming in, well, think of life insurance as the same way. 
uh, because in reality, that's what it was really created for, to replace the income that would be lost. Uh, so um, definitely look at it that way. And as far as uh, really buying it, if you see the value in it, um, then it's going to be worth it. If you only see the cost of it, you might miss something because I have seen some people just because they looked at their wallet and they say, oh, I can get this product for $20 a month and it's covering me for 20 years, for $20 a month. Well, when it comes to the end of it, <laughs> you're like, uh, you saying now I got to buy the policy that you wanted to sell me in the first place, but I got to give up the 20 and, and now I'm 20 years older, you know? So that's one of, that's one of the things uh, you got to look at what's the value in it. If it's going to perform the way you want to. And the only way that's going to happen is you sit down and you actually talk and you open up and you let, let, let us know what it is that you trying to do. So that's just a few tips there. Yeah, that's some great tips. That's some great tips. Yeah, the most important, I I, I second, definitely be upfront with us and tell us the truth. Because <laughs> that means that, you know, if you don't tell us the truth, the whatever we come up with, it, it's not worth the papers written on, okay? Um, because it's not the truth. So we're not securing your needs and we're not securing your family's financial needs in the future. So right. please be honest with us. And... I will definitely get on that value. <laughs> I don't believe uh, we agree in the value part that it, it, it provides value, but I disagree in the fact of uh, you deciding if it if you see value in it. No, you've got to see value in it if you value your family. If you value yourself, then you should see value in life insurance. Okay, and that is because. When you're not here, if you don't have life insurance, do you have enough money in your bank account that your family can access to take care of themselves for the next 10 years or for the next, how about even for most of us, the next 12 months? Because many people don't have that six months of emergency funds set aside. And Absolutely. They really and they, and they, and they, they say within six months, um, the widow or the widower, excuse me, will, will feel that effect immediately. Sometimes three months. Sometimes it doesn't even take that long because mm -hmm. I am very passionate about it because I had a client whom I insured their husband's business, um, the house, everything. And he put off life insurance by two days, paying for his life insurance by two days. Because he's supposed to come in. I finally got him to do it. He was supposed to come in on Wednesday. By Friday, he was dead because of a motorcycle accident. Hmm. Okay. She lost everything. She had never worked in the business. She had a toddler. You know, she had um, luxury vehicles, brand new house, custom built house that they bought, and the business that she didn't even know how to run. And yeah. she's never worked in it. And so they lost everything. And it didn't take long. It didn't take six mm -hmm. months to lose it all. Absolutely. Wow, that's a, that's a so, powerful story. So if you value your family and you have to because you're providing for them now while you're alive, why would you not see value in providing for them financially and making sure they're taken care of if something happens to you? So it has value. 
you have to just have to decide is saving money now worth the pain, the legacy of financial pain that you're going to leave behind you by not having life insurance. It's, it's also um, our responsibility to do a good enough job explaining to them so they so they clearly see and agree that it is in their best interest to to move forward on there um and i make sure that i don't even step away from the table unless they clearly understand what what it is and um they agree that it is in their best interest um there, there's been times where they want to put two hundred dollars a month towards kids education or they want to put uh, $500 uh, into an investment account, but they don't want to do anything with the life insurance. There, there's been times that I would tell a client, hey, listen, all of that is fun and easy to set up, but if you don't have the right amount of life insurance, all of that goes away anyway. So let's take some of that, at least a hundred of that, and let's make sure that your family is properly insured. You know. Um, and one of the things uh, that, I, that I like is that um, we do conditional coverage. So, so in, in, in the instance of the guy saying, uh, well, you know what, I don't do a say, well, let's just go ahead and, and sign and put it through because um, once, you're, once you're approved, then you have to come back and say, yeah, you want it or you don't want it, or we can adjust it, add more, well, add more or take, a, take some off, you know, whatever it be, but you're conditionally covered while you're going through the process. Uh, and I think a, a company that offers that, that's a good thing because, um, for example, being in a motorcycle accident that wasn't his fault, um, the policy would have paid out. Yeah, the policy would have paid had he paid the premium. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing about that conditional offer. You have to pay, like, for example, if I did an estimate, uh, a, a estimated quote, um, let's let's say it was uh, uh, $100. He um, would have to pay that $100 up front and then go through the process of uh, getting qualified for it. Uh, but as long as he made that first payment there, then yes, it would it would have paid out on yeah. that. Yeah. And so, but see, I just needed him to come in, sign the paperwork and make that first payment. And he was supposed to pay it and sign the documents on Wednesday. By Friday, it, it was a done deal. There was nothing I could do because he Absolutely. just make it to Friday when he was coming to pay his other insurance policies. I was and, like, oh, well, I got to make the payment anyway, so I'll just do it then. And that's and putting one of the it off things. tomorrow. Right. Putting it off till tomorrow. That's the problem. You can't keep putting it off because you don't know if tomorrow's going to come. And, and that's the thing about being in our industry and uh, um, what happened with a lot of agents. And sometimes clients be like, oh, man, why, why are you bugging me? You know, calling me every day, uh, trying to get this, you know, get this done. It's because we know that that could happen. Uh, it, it's happened a couple months ago um one of my um one of my good friends uh who was also in the business with me a young lady was supposed to come in the the she put it off for a week and she was uh just happened to be riding and this took place in uh tuscaloosa alabama um he was 
she was she was driving a car late at night, wherever she was coming from, and she got into a car accident. And it was nothing, you know, the agent can do. You know, so you know, that's being passionate, we're not just trying to sell you a policy. You know, we know that it's good for you. We know what it can do. Um, the first policy that I ever paid out was on my nephew uh, when I first got into the business. And it was just short of his 33rd birthday. But I saw how um, his mother could go into the funeral home and pick stuff out and not worry about the cost of it, you know, can make a decision because it's already... Um, worse enough that they lost a person I love, but it's also when you don't have the financial stability to even handle it. So that's what the importance of life insurance comes in to make that replacement. And this thing, the average funeral cost uh, throughout the country, minimally, maybe just 15,000. It used to be like seven, used to be 10, but hey, it's inflation, they costs go up then every every other cost goes up. So, you know, uh, they have to understand that that cost is going to go up too. Yeah. And so that's why you have to have the, the right amount. Yeah, uh, and um, I agree with you. But see, here's the thing. That's how, if you've been in this business and you've ever paid a death claim or you've ever been the one to write, give the check to someone when they lost everything on the property and casualty side, once you actually give a claim check to a client, it doesn't matter which type of insurance it is, that changes everything for you mm -hmm. because you realize the impact that you have on a person's life. You realize that you were the difference between financial prosperity and financial destitute. And a lot of people don't understand when you give that check and that widow or widower is crying and not understanding, you know, what's going to happen financially they are so grateful right so grateful for you giving them the check and taking away that uncertainty and that fear and that pain and that you know at, during that time period that actually changes i believe the difference between you know knowing you do a good job and actually being knowing what you do and being saying okay well you know this is good this is a good thing for people but actually becoming passionate about what you do because you felt it emotionally and you understood what you did and the impact you made positively absolutely and i, I will always I, I will add this and also um especially you know a lot of people through the pandemic became entrepreneurs even more um so uh, and they they are earning some money they may be they know that they can earn probably up to a, a half, a quarter of a million, a half a million, or even a million dollars. Well, you're the one that really needs some insurance, <laughs> right? Uh, because if you had that potential and you have made even a fraction of that, uh, well, if you want to have a million dollars for your family, well, get a million dollar policy, right? So that you say, hey, my, at least my family got this. Uh, because if you're a full-time entrepreneur, um, the only income's coming in is through your business. So you might as well insure the business. Yes, I'm very big on entrepreneurs making sure that their business has insurance, especially 
you know, a lot of people don't think about the life insurance for the continuity of the business and the continuity of the family. So you have your personal life insurance policy, which is going to take care of the personal needs. But remember, your income came from the business. If your spouse or life partner is not able to do that business, that business's value goes away when you go away. So if you don't have a buy-sell agreement in place with a friendly competitor, okay, then guess what? You know, that business is, you spent all that time working it and building it, it goes away because it's not worth it. She or he is going to have to sell that business for pennies on a dollar. One, because Uncle Sam won his money in, in nine months and he's not taking a um, IOU. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that so? they, they give I, I, IOUs, but they don't take them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're not taking them. They want their money. Yeah, as, yeah. as evident with the number of IRS agents that they just hired. <laughs> they're in the process of hiring. Okay. But um, so you need to go ahead and, you know, take take care of business to make sure that they are taken care of and that you have somebody who can come in, buy your business. There's an insurance policy there that allows them to buy your spouse out. And this way, this gives them extra income. It allows the business to keep going on. And guess what? Nobody had to go through to worry about how they're going to pay Uncle Sam the taxes. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's, it's one thing to work with your business partner but it's another thing to work with your business partner spouse and their family yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that goes double if you are the minority business owner oh yeah in that. because remember you were a partner because you and your partner worked it out that way and you knew what your gifts was and they knew what your gifts were so now when the family member that inherits it comes in they're not looking at your gifts that way that y'all did it before. So now you're basically just a higher paid employee because they can do whatever they want to do if you don't have the money to buy them out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And you're right. Buy, sell agreement, key man, key man uh, agreements, you know, those things do come in place you know, that can help out. Yep. So yeah. life insurance is important, whether it's personal or business. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, this was a great, great conversation, Ray. <laughs> so I hope that our audience got a, learned a lot from it. And um, so, Ray, what do you have coming up next? Because I'm pretty sure you're working on something because you're always working on something. <laughs> well, I've been doing a, a lot of uh, financial wellness uh, classes. I've uh, been doing some um, online uh been doing it for the churches, I've uh, been doing um, for organizations, and it's just to go in and and, and teach them. Because uh, here's what I believe. Um, I believe a family uh, can stay together with, through financial education, they, they can stay together because um, they can take care of things. Now, uh, I'm going to let I'm going to share this with you that I, I just found out because um, me growing up, you know, I, my, my stepmother, I knew my father, I knew, but I never knew my biological mother. You know, I seen her maybe once or twice uh, when I was like six or seven, I might've seen her then. Um, but I just recently found out that not only did she pass away, um, not only did my biological sister pass away, 
I had a half brother who also passed away and I have another half sister who is homeless right now uh, in Atlanta, okay? And, and my sister, my biological sister had two sons um, and I was ecstatic. And when I found out that she named one of them after me, you know, so I was like, wow. But listening to their story, how every last one of them, besides me, been in and out of foster care. And I know that's beyond my control at the time, um, um, but I, I, I had a dream. Uh, God said, hey, don't, don't let time run out. And I just started reaching out again. I've been reaching out for years trying to find out, but I started reaching out again and I finally found the right connection. And I, I do believe that if I had a known and the financial situation that I was in at the time, that I would have been able to at least grab the two, my two nephews, you know, uh, and, and, and at least show them somewhere. Like, now they're doing good. They're doing good. They grew up, to, they grew into being great young men, but they only heard of me, but now they see me, <laughs> right? So one of the things through financial education is keeping families together. You know, it's, it's just like what you said earlier. If all the bills are taken care of, you don't have to check your wallet to make a financial decision. You can just make a decision um, without, without doing that. Um, I think that's, you know, you, you have, like, if you want to go somewhere, you say, hey, let's go take a cruise. Let's go, hey, just do it, right? Um, and I know we so those are the things that I, that I, why I do financial educational uh, wellness workshops. I do them for small businesses. I do them for um, church. Uh, I, I just do it for, for anyone that, that wants it. And it uh, doesn't, doesn't even take long to do it, right? But you'll gain so much knowledge out of it, okay? And, uh, you know, they can uh, um, contact me. Uh, um, it'll be uh, one is uh, myfin dot Ray Perry Jr. You know, you can just put put that in uh, myfin dot Ray Perry Jr. Um, that'll bring up uh, um, some contact information that you can uh, see uh, a little bit about me, um, which is which is which is very good, which is very good. You know, some presence there that you can uh, see something. Uh, also talk about the. Uh, seven seven fundamentals of building a sound financial house you know that's that's on there and uh, so really um there's there's a lot more to being financially sound than just life insurance so don't get it wrong life insurance is the foundation of that house okay before you even put the walls in if you ever saw a house being built they dig down first and then they lay the foundation that's what life insurance is. Because um, like I said, if you don't have a good solid foundation, hey, don't even worry about the roof because all of it's going to fall down like a house of cards, right? So yeah. uh, back to you, Tosh. Well, that's great. That's right. It is the foundation. So it's the first steps. And be sure if you'd like to learn more from Bray, find out more about his financial wellness um, educational workshops, then make sure you go there to my fin 
www.rayperryjr. And um, find out more about him so you can connect. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ray. And we may have to finish this conversation about financial wellness um, when we financial wellness month comes up. So we'll talk All again. Right. Then. All right. All right. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, for letting me be on the Secrets of Earning Money show. And thank <laughs> you so much for being such a great guest. All right. We'll be talking to you again soon. All right. And thank you all for listening to the Secrets of Earning Money show. Be sure to come back and join us again next week for a new episode.